Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey homos, welcome to our podcast, Happy Healthy Homo. I'm still Keegan Hurst. And I'm still Joel Wood. Yeah, and we are boyfriends, partners. This is our podcast where we cover all sorts of jazz. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be covering a subject quite close to my heart today, aren't we? Literally. Dad. Dad. We're going to be dad. talking about gay fatherhood. We're going <laughs> to be talking weird. about... Well, I think we're going to cover a lot of, of bases here, aren't we? Because we're going yeah. to talk about being being a gay dad. Um being a gay man in a heterosexual relationship, mm-hmm. um, being in that, coming out of that, yeah, uh, and and the things that come alongside that, parenting, maybe how maybe parenting might be different. You imagine being a gay dad as opposed yeah. to maybe if you were straight. So I feel like this is something that people are going to have lots of points on, yeah. And we would love for you to get in touch and tell us about them, share them with us, and yeah. if you've got anything that you'd like to get in touch about for. Uh, helpful homo series mm-hmm. which is either our agony ant thing if you've not seen it it's on our youtube channel where you guys send your questions in send your dilemmas in send things in that you want our opinions on um so please send them to hello at happy healthy mm-hmm. yeah and if you'd like more content from us on youtube we have channel memberships where for 6.99 a month we do members only live streams you do two a month so yeah. if you'd like to join us twice a month for a little informal chit chat live yeah. then you can do and you get dizzy on the merch I mean that's not our this merch this is not that's, our merch that's Rondorf this is Rondorf yeah um, very yeah. good my, my kids got me this oh did they I think so that's cute I that's might, very generous wait so that. hang on they literally spend one pound on you and buy you to fees. yeah well I don't think they physically bought it but it was from them oh I see yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, normally they spend a pound. Not they are a... 15 and 11, John. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. So, obviously, this isn't something I have any experience of. I maybe have experience in the realms of a step parent, mm. um, but not of being a dad. So, I will probably assume the role of interviewer in this episode, uh, which I'm quite looking forward to doing. I'm looking forward to grilling you. Um, <laughs> right. So. You're a dad. Explain to people your circumstances, My how circumstances. you became a dad, yeah, yeah. because let's not assume people know. Yeah, so I 
I didn't come out until I was 27 years old. Uh, I had my daughter when I was 20. I had my son when I was 23, um, 24. I was married at 23, um, which sounds ridiculously young now when I think think back. Uh, but it was just, it, it was like societal pressure of what happens in a small northern town, I think. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people, certainly from the messages and stuff that we've had, that a lot of people feel that they need to conform and that's what's expected of them and get into it. So, yeah, I had... My kids with my uh, ex-wife did the deed, as it were. Wow. Um, yeah. And how was that? A couple, couple of times. <laughs> Talk us through that. Um, <laughs> I, and yeah, and then obviously came out at 27 after, uh, you know, a difficult period of me coming to terms with who my sexuality and things mm. separated, then came out and obviously... The rest is history, as yeah. they say. Now you have a beautiful 15-year-old and 11-year-old. Yeah, so my daughter was born when I was 20. Um, so, I mean, I'm giving yeah. a lady's age away. I'm 35 now. So she's, <laughs> she's 15. Fletcher is, has just gone 11. Yeah. So I who's in high school. So I have uh, two children in high school. And they are very good kids. They're like, they're so fun. They're, they've got great sense of humour, which I was relieved about because, yeah, it must be, from, well, I haven't met their mum, but I, you can tell they take after you because they are very quick-witted, sometimes quite dry humour. And it's just so relieving because as someone with no experience of kids, really, and as someone who historically doesn't like children, they're so easy to get along with and be mm. around, mainly because the gateway, I think, is humour. And mm. they're very, they're very funny. I mean, I don't like kids. I don't know. I certainly don't like it. Well, I think like, I most like, people like only like kids. their own, don't yeah, they? Yeah. Um, um, but I think, I think, yeah, I've gone through something that the, the amount of messages I get or we get on the podcast or that yeah. I get personally about people who are, who feel that they are gay or bi and, uh, but haven't come out about that yeah. and are in heterosexual relationships. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, I don't get every one of those messages, yeah. but if the amount of messages that I get is a percentage, yeah. then the then the, then the the actual it's number different. must be a lot. And in 2023, yeah. that's... I mean, it's it's still a thing, you know, and, and people talk about people talk about media representation and when people come out. And why do we need to know about that? And why do we... Well, obviously, there's people who don't feel comfortable with that. Yeah. So... There's, there's stuff still to be done yeah and it's re- and it is really difficult to be in that situation to feel like because you know we talk about that a lot on this podcast don't we about coming mm. out not about coming out but about living your own life for mm. you and not people pleasing yeah and there's a is gay men but be it as men yeah you know there's this i don't know stigma societal expectation whatever you call it that you've got to act in a certain way mm. and you've got to provide especially especially if you find yourself in this role as a as a father or as a as in a straight relationship yeah a lot of people feel that they're in that and they've made their bed so they've got to lie in it i certainly feel yeah i feel like lots of people from what i've heard not just with coming out as being gay because you know that that was going to result in divorce but divorce in general keeps people in relationships that they don't want to be in or aren't healthy anymore because the kids and they yeah. keep the because of the you hear because of the kids or abstain because of the kids because they're so worried about what might happen if they do part ways was that ever something that you were concerned about or had it reached a stage where you're like for my own mental health i just have to like it's not about the kids or was it something where you were like no actually one of the big i mean my mental health was in the toilet uh, but one of the big reasons why me and the kids mum decided that we would separate 
was because I didn't want my kids growing up thinking this is what a, a relationship was because yeah. it wasn't healthy and that's on me like I was mm. not uh, I was not a nice person to be around I wasn't a good dad I had a terrible relationship with the kids I used to just turn up um even though I obviously lived with them but I would just essentially provide for them yeah go to but work go to work uh, go to rugby provide provide didn't really have a relationship with the mm. kids and I remember when we separated and I had to then start seeing the had to started seeing the kids you know on my own mm. i remember saying to my friend like being really upset and saying i, I don't know how to be a dad mm. um you know i i grew up my dad was never around i never had any role models and i think that was a big part of why i thought that i was gay because my dad had never mm. been around i was like you made me gay mm. which obviously isn't true but no. um so I had nothing to base that off, mm. and and I was really terrible because I didn't, you know, I didn't want my kids to end up in therapy or messed up or hate me or what parent would do. Mm. But I th um, really, what that did was it kind of threw me out of the frying pan into the fire kind of thing, and I just had to figure it out on the fly. Yeah, and I, I and even though I spent probably less time overall with the kids it was so much better quality time we have an amazing yeah. relationship now and i think oh, yeah i can't imagine that you saying that you like had a well you didn't even have a proper relationship with them i know they were a lot younger then yeah they were seven like, and three when i came i out. can't imagine that because you your relationship with them is so fun like you're a really good parent you are firm and strict to them when needed but you're you're so fun to be around they want to hang out with you we all have a lot of fun together yeah. i can't imagine you not yeah. being a good dad yeah and i, I was and i was and and i think because i didn't have a dad i was mm -hmm. really i wanted to get that right yeah um and i think that's probably a reason why i why our kids so young you know when sarah got pregnant rather than saying you know should we not have them mm -hmm. i think i was so desperate to right that wrong maybe yeah. which is you know not a good reason to have kids certainly but I don't regret having my kids. I have an am yeah. I love my kids. Yeah, you know, to bits, and we have, like I say, we have an amazing relationship. But I had to go through that phase, and I think a lot of people who are in a relationship with a woman who have kids mm. are so scared. You know, I, I've I've had clients who've come mm. out. I've had clients who've come out in their fifties. We've grown up kids, mm. and I've had clients come out when they were younger, or, or who've just come out and are dealing with that. And it is really difficult. Like it's raw. Any divorce is raw. Yeah. You know, whether you're gay or not. But then you've got the added layer. Added layer of, and I, I suppose I'm really lucky in that that me and Sarah have a good relationship now. Um, and some people who just get divorced don't even yeah. have that. Like I am. We are lucky. And mm. but I think for the sake of the kids, you know, we want our kids to be happy and be all right. Yeah. And, they need they don't need mum and dad to be best friends but mm. you know when we broke up the biggest thing the kids were worried about they weren't worried about dad being gay because i did tell them quite early on mm. and i just said dad might have a boyfriend in the future mm. or he might have a girlfriend the kids could not be less bothered mm. they were more bothered mum and dad aren't together anymore yeah and then it just became what it you know what yeah. it is and, and what's our life going to look like yeah and and, yeah. and this is it and the only real time I realise I'm talking a lot at you here. No, the, that's fine. The only real time we ever had, it ever, it ever kind of came to the fore was when Taylor went to high school and she was like, everybody's going to know that my dad's gay and I'm going to get bullied for it. Um, and it was, so it was kind of how it was going to impact her at school. And I said, no one's going to know that your dad's gay. Like, you don't have to walk around with a rainbow flag <laughs> draped out of your bag. It's yeah. not like, uh, I think she thought I was going to pull up outside school in a pink convertible with RuPaul draped across the front <laughs> of the car. Yeah. Um, 
but and that was it. And then and then weirdly, uh, the, the when Taylor went up to high school, I remember getting a call that school were doing an LGBT mm-hmm. heroes wall, which is cute, and they were putting me on it, and they said, "Is oh, that all right?" And I said. Yeah it's don't ask me ask taylor mm. um because she's at school like i don't care if yeah. i'm on a board at a, a school or not yeah. and uh, they said oh we've already spoke to taylor and she she's really proud of you and she'd Aww. love to have it and i was like i remember she said as well that uh, however long ago maybe a year or two ago she got into a little bit of a fight not fisticuffs but a little fight with a girl who was being homophobic, homophobic yeah. and uh she so she's like gone going from that yeah. before starting school to now being so fiercely proud and protective of you yeah. that she would do that because she's not that kind of girl. <laughs> yeah, no, she's not. She's, she's meek and mild. Yeah, she, but... um, is really cute. Yeah. But let's segue away from like the coming out and that sort of thing. Let's talk about parenting because there will be also the demographic of the per- people listening to this might be the people in your position who've come out and they've got kids or that they're in the closet, they're still married with kids. Or it might be gay guys out there who want kids of their own one day. They yeah. want to adopt. They want a surrogate or something like that. Do you think this affects your parenting in any way or has done over the years? How, are you raising your kids in a different way than you were when you were with your ex-wife or from listening to people? Or maybe you raise them in a different way to your ex-wife or like, is there something different about being a gay dad? Well, I think, yeah, I think there is, especially if you're someone who... Ha- who adopts or surrogates or Mm. however you do it because that is a big process Mm -hmm. like anyone with a penis and a vagina generally i realize there are exceptions to this statement can have a kid Mm. and some people who do have kids should not have kids um and they don't look after them and they don't care and they're you know we've all seen that in people Mm. there's there's not a gay couple specifically if they go through the process who then have kids who haven't given it serious thought, who really want to do that, who really want to do a good job. Um, They don't just, oh, I'm pregnant, oh, we should keep it, oh, that's that. They they go through a process, and and with that, you know, they know what they're getting into, and so I I think in that sense, that's a really, that's a much better position to be coming from, to have a kid to have had to jump through some hoops to get there rather than, you know, it can just happen. Uh, but as with regards to like parenting in and of itself, no, I, I, I really don't because over the only thing I would, what I would say is my kids have a very different life with me than they do with their mum in that their, um, Sarah, their family is very family orientated. They spend a lot of time, which is amazing. Grandparents. Yeah, grandparents yeah. and stuff. And that's not the same on, on my my side but we have a you know we have our relationship we have my nan closer family they don't Mm -hmm. have that so they have a different upbringing and you know i don't suppose sarah's gonna take them to pride maybe i don't know maybe would i don't know but they've we you know i've taken them to leeds pride and yeah uh, and so it's it's just it's another layer of society or civilization or people that my kids are very aware of yeah because they go dad's gay gay people exist yeah. it's not just like a or oh, you know a footnote gay people yeah. exist it's a very not a big part of their world but it's something that they're aware of yeah and i and i remember once being at, um a seminar by kick it out which is a a company that works in football to kick out racism homophobia and like mm. bad not necessarily bad language but um discriminatory language mm. And I, someone someone said something about 
it was a, I can't remember, it was a footballer, I can't remember his name. It was a black guy. And he said, if you're white. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You've never listened out for racial yeah. stuff because you've never needed to tune into it. Yeah. And if you're straight, you've never needed to listen out for homophobic stuff because mm. it doesn't. You're not offended. It's almost it. like an evolutionary an thing where you're yeah, you, you're, you're tuned into it. Aren't yeah. You? So I think my kids are tuned into it, like you said there with yeah. Taylor. Mm. But other than that, you know, I just think it gives them a broader spectrum of life that yeah. they, they might be open to. You know, Taylor's watched, uh, me and Taylor, uh, not for ages, but, you know, watched seasons of RuPaul mm. where, where you know, we've sat and that's been a thing. I don't think there's, I don't know if that's a thing in straight people's, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but that's something that me and Taylor spent time doing and bonded up. So yeah. it just, it's just a knowledge of something else that exists. I don't, but mm. it certainly doesn't impact how I they're disciplined, not yeah. disciplined. I don't, you know, it's not like I'm knocking shit out of my kids or not, but <laughs> no, I think they're I mean? getting a more diverse upbringing than they maybe would have done. More, yeah, like rounded, like yeah. you have been saying, living in a rural northern town, like it's that was a very different upbringing to what your kids have now with yeah, you, yeah, absolutely, and probably with with Sarah as well because she, you know, she's not homophobic. Yeah. She's she. Well, you yeah, know. you know, Sarah, Sarah said to both our kids, you know, if if you're not straight or there's any you know yeah you're okay we accept you we love you yeah that, and that came from her it didn't come from me yeah. it's like take it as red from me hopefully yeah. but i've never said that yeah. to sarah so yeah, that's really nice is there a difference between raising a boy and a girl yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah because to me they're just the same it's just like kids are kids both little humans but then now living it with you i'm like oh they are very different <laughs> They are very different, but they're very different. Obviously, they're very different people, but there's, I suppose there's a biological thing of girls yeah. and becoming women yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Hormones. Yeah, and we you know, we laugh about needing lady products and things like yeah. that. But um, she's not stroppy. No. Oh, I don't know. She can be moody. Well, yeah, it can be, but as a whole, my view of teenage girls before living with one was that they were oh, insufferable. They're going to be mood swings. They're going to be... And actually, they're few and far between. Yeah. I probably have just as many mood swings. Probably more. Probably more. Uh, yeah, Fletcher's the one who has mood swings. Yeah, actually, he? Fletcher is. Yeah. Um, yeah, they are different, but I, I think you just take them on a different. You know, we're also as parents, you don't parent your children the same because they they exist at two different points in time. Yeah, that's you know, true. Me, your first child, thirty-five-year-old Keegan has never 
has got a 15-year-old and an 11-year-old, mm. if I'd have had a 7 and a 13-year-old now, I would probably treat them differently than yeah. what I did. When so do you I think was... the birth order dictates that more than no, you treat I'd Fletcher just... differently because he's a boy? It's more actually, maybe I've treated Fletcher slightly differently because I had already parented one child and I'm now a little bit older and I know a bit more. Or... Yeah, I think there is a difference. And there's also, you know, how it is like, you see these things of the eldest child is yeah. dotted on, not dotted on, but you will read and you will do They're this and you will you will do this this and, this. and the the last one is feral and you just yeah. be all right you sort yourself out it's <laughs> hanging off the lights yeah um so i think it's really it's a really difficult question to answer that do you treat them differently yeah but you would treat i think unless you had two tw twins identical yeah. twins you would always treat two kids differently yeah because you are different and like different people you know my own personal development has moved me on and and things like that what, what I want to flip it around here. What about being like a gay stepdad? What's that like? Yeah, it's uh, it's different. <laughs> it is different. No, I've gone from literally into a, a what's it called? A thing of fire. Baptism, Baptism of fire, fire, really. Because I've gone from living a single life in London with my friends to then moving in with a boyfriend who has two kids and two, you know, older kids as well. Um, and they don't live with us all the time. No, they don't. Maybe on average three days a week. Yeah. Ish. Um, but it's been really good. It's been like, uh, we've got a great relationship. Yeah, I get along with them really well. On. Yeah, well, I hope so. Um, Fletcher won't talk to me. Can't shut him up when he talks to Joe. Like, smack him on the back of the head and it all just comes tumbling out. I just love them. I just think they're great. They're just really good kids. And it is it is something different. I think I've, on my YouTube channel, spoken a lot about I'm not a stepdad because everyone then goes, how's it being a stepdad when we were like two months in or something? And I was mm. like, I'm not. Whereas now I'm starting to get to the stage of going, I know technically I'm not. Maybe when we're married one day, that, that will probably mm. officially mm. be the case. But I am a step-parent type figure. But then I'm also, that's why I haven't identified as that because I'm not because I don't parent them. Like, they've got a mum, they've got a dad. You and Sarah parent them. I'm there as a responsible adult and I'm there hopefully to be a uh, someone to talk to or listen, like I'll mm. listen to them if they've got problems, if they ever want to come to me with problems. But I'm not there to raise them. Did you find it daunt? Did when you're obviously getting involved with someone with kids, did you go, ooh? I actually quite liked it. You weren't the first person I dated who had a kid. But, so I think I was aware of, like, I'd started to confront that when I was like, oh, some of the guys now, I'm, now I'm getting older. <laughs> and my, my age bracket of my dating age is getting slightly older. I'm like, there might be some more guys with kids. So I'd already started to think about it. And actually, yeah, I think... I quite like that about you. I liked that there was this extra layer to you. Seeing you as a dad as well is also just very attractive. Like I just thought, and not in the the gross gay way where people caught joke about being a daddy and going, oh, because I think also you are a fetish for people where it's like you're a rugby player and you're a dad. And but and it's nothing to do with that, but it was attractive to see you in dad mode and see you responsibility. Responsibility, yeah. And that was attractive as well, because you were disciplined. You look after your kids you know how attractive it is when someone is disciplined about something whether it's mm. their diet their training um in their business it's the same with kids where it's like oh you've you're raising two human beings and that's a huge task and that's actually a really admirable thing mm. um and even better because they're good kids that you've done a really you and sarah together have done a really good job so yeah but it is scary but i when people ask me that i don't know how to answer because i am very go with the flow type person yeah, you are very laid back
So I just slot into whatever Fletcher environment I'm in. around you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fletcher with a cig on going, yeah. well, jo Joel said I could do it. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be all right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, when I first came out and people were calling me daddy, like my children were it's literally so still calling me daddy. Yeah. So I was like, that is so weird. It is. But that is, yeah, people are always going to, I've started to be called that. And I'm like, are you joking? I'm so young. Uh, Don't call me that. Yeah, but yeah, he's anyway. so angelic. I'm so angelic. Uh, cherub, cherubine, what? cherubim, cherub, seraphim, seraphim. Are we, <laughs> are we just quoting Sister Act yeah. now? <laughs> cracking song. I think being any parent, whether you're gay or not, is it's difficult. And I, I'm always open and honest with my kids. Like, mm. I do not know what I'm doing. I'm literally making this up as a go. Well, that's the thing. I can tend to think I. No one's prepared me for this step parent type role. I've not had a manual, and then you realise. You've not had a manual. You've well, no, had to muddle through. No, yeah, no one has. And there's no right or wrong way of doing it. And again, it's one of, I think, especially when you become a parent, you go, oh, I'm doing this wrong. Yeah. I'm messing my kids up. Something that my uh, therapist told me once uh, was. Sorry, this reminded me of season one where in a few episodes that we recorded, you spoke about your therapist and every time the therapist name changed. And I've, it wasn't fake. It's just because he's had so many I've, I've done a, I've, Guys, I've done a lot of work on myself. All right. Um, <laughs> my therapist, Bob. Oh, my therapist, Susan. It was actually, my therapist, Dave. It was uh, actually Philip. So <laughs> Philip said that all parents will, ha even if you raise your kids perfectly, mm. like all kids there'll be something yeah. that their parents have kind Done of imprinted. Yeah. Wrong. And he said, yeah. even me as a therapist with two daughters, there's something that I've gotten wrong. They'll probably need therapy about it. That, yeah. That's just part of growing up. Yeah. But you can, obviously, there can be more serious things that yeah. need therapy about and less serious things. So yeah. don't put a lot of pressure on yourself. Um, childhood trauma builds character. Yeah. Um, so they'll, they'll be sweet. So two people to give advice to. Firstly, if there is any maybe closeted men in heterosexual relationships with kids that are maybe staying more because there's kids involved and if they didn't have kids, they would have come out. What would you say to them? And then I'll give you this other side. Okay, so if you're in a relationship, in a heterosexual relationship and you're staying there because of the kids, I would say don't do it because, number one, think about if your kids found out when you're older, that you stayed together and you were unhappy. You had a letter about that. Because of, because of them, they would be absolutely gutted that you've not lived your life because they, lo they love their dad. Yeah. Like, kids love their dad. Um, I would also say that it's not going to be easy. Like, it's, you know, it's difficult getting out of that situation, but it's like pulling off a plaster, plaster, band-aid. Um, you... You just do it, and then you get, and then you get on with it, and you get through it, and you will get, and you will get through it. Like life goes on; it's not easy, but on the other side, and on the other side of challenges, growth, and it, and I certainly experienced that. Um, and without sounding like a dick, like I had to do that w with some semblance of a spotlight on me as well. Yeah. So that made yeah, it another a layer. bit more difficult. So it is possible to do, like it yeah. is possible to do, and you need good friends and you need people around you. Um, but it is possible, and you, and and you'll have so much better relationship with your kids for it. Yeah. Um, and you've got to live your life for you. Yeah. You know, for, for, for you, because mm. you, you kid, it's it's a really unfair thing to make a decision of, oh, my kids wouldn't love me or whatever if yeah. I came out to make that decision for your kids. Especially, you know, yeah. you, you, they're human beings who are going to grow up and interact in society. They can make their own yeah. decisions. It's really uh, unfair of you to take that away Definitely. from them and make it for them. 
Well, we had that email from someone who said that they they're full grown up now and their elderly dad died. Died, yeah. And they found a grinder profile on his phone and they found like gay porn and things. And they were really good that he'd not told them. Yeah. And so kept like it from them. they're gonna find out if eventually. And you might go, well, if I'm dead, I don't care. But think about how that person felt because yeah, that yeah, woman she, said she that was she was so really upset. really sad that he didn't feel able to tell her, and then she thought it was a reflection on her. She was like, yeah. did I do something? So think about it from that perspective yeah and what advice would you give to um maybe there's guys watching who are in a relationship and they want kids do it or not do it <laughs> oh i'm not gonna i'm gonna sit firmly on the fence on that one <laughs> like, it's the most difficult thing you will ever do mm. but it's also the most rewarding so if you want if you're prepared to dive into something that's the most difficult thing you've ever done mm. and you will question yourself and you will think that you're rubbish and not good at it and crazy and it'll upset you and then there'll be times where your daughter sticks up for you at someone from school and it brings a tear to your eye mm. because you're really proud of them. Um, so mm. it's like, it's <laughs> really two very different ends. Um, I, I, if, if it's some, don't, just don't feel obligated to do it mm. and don't try to do it to prove a point to someone, do it because that's what you and your partner want. And they're expensive. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the money. The money. Oh, you, you know, people say, oh, yeah, buy a new house. It's a, what it's, was it this morning in the car? It's a money pit. Um, un bought Fletcher trainers for Christmas. Never wore them. Said they were too small for him. Never told me they were too small for him. £120 trainers. Gone. Pff, pff. I in, said to Keegan, just spend into £30 the pounds max on kids' shoes. But then they won't wear them because they're, they they're not trendy. Because they're not Nike. <sighs> Go, like getting some Gola trainers or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. And... They don't use their manners, and then you shout at them, and then you fall yeah. out, like me and Fletcher did this morning. Yeah. So, right? Yeah. Um, are kids going to be your recommendation for this week? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I'm not putting my name. Kids, I I'm recommend not putting, them. I'm not putting my name to that. No. Although what I will recommend, there was a book um, that I read. I know you, you could, even if you're not going to be a parent, read it, because it might give you an insight into why your parents behaved in a certain way, was the book that every parent should read. It, it, was, it was called something like that. If you okay. Google that and it'll come up. Um, it was really, it, it, it kind of made me feel a lot better about the thing, not getting everything right all the time. And it also made me have a look at things like, I didn't, don't have a great relationship with my mum. I don't have any relationship with my dad. And it kind of made me look on that with kinder eyes as well. Mm. So oh, uh, the book you wish your parents had read, that's that's what it was called. Uh, okay. So that would be great. my recommendation. Oh, well, well done. You're smashing it yeah. as a gay dad. Nailed it. A gad. A gad. Uh, <laughs> guys, leave us your comments down below if you're watching on YouTube or drop us an email, hello at happy healthy homo, if you've got anything you'd like to add to this episode. If you are a gay dad, if you want to be a gay dad, yeah, or if you want to get involved on our Helpful Homos and you need some help with something, yeah, um, which is on our YouTube channel, please go over there. And if you want to become a member, yeah. uh, six ninety nine a month, more content, more lives, Dizzy on the merch. Yeah, um, I'm gonna get that on the t-shirt. Dizzy on the merch. Your soups aggress with the Dizzy. Soups aggress, Dizzy, because <laughs> uh, he lives. That's literally how we talk in our house, Joe. Pepsi Max is PM. That, yeah. We, we, what was it the other day? We had an electrician and I was like, when's the lecky Trish coming Where's around? Where's the lecky C? Coming? And he was like, what's the plumber? And I was like, the plummy B. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, there we are. Um, uh, yeah. See if that's an egg. Yeah, <laughs> definitely an egg. But thank you guys so much for watching and we will see you next time. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.